Coming up, we did seven Walt Disney World resorts in seven nights, and today we talk about Disney's Contemporary Resort and the Bay Lake Towers. Coming up next... everyone and welcome to the show coming to you from the bob barley studio in orlando florida i'm your host pete warner joined at the table this week by our producer dustin west our associate producer sean thompson our president and chief webmaster and guy who does everything else Corey martin our associate producer back in the production nook i was gonna call him sean thompson <laughs> craig williams and of course spawn of bob brian varley <laughs> Back there as well. Um, we are talking about Disney's Contemporary Resort. At one point, uh, one of the resorts that I gave quite a scathing review to. As a matter of fact, I think it was one of our first resorts that I did a hotel review on. Had a terrible experience. It was awful. Um, and didn't go back for a long time. And actually, the last time... Uh, well, then I had gone to do a, uh, a review right before Bob passed. Bob and I had gone and done the contemporary and had a much better experience. And I've done it a couple of times since then. Yeah. And I'm happy to say that uh, this experience was pretty good. Um, I think of all the rooms on Walt Disney property in terms of design and just feel, I think these are the best. I agree. I think they are absolutely stunning. You know, used to be, for those of you who may remember the contemporary back in the day when it looked like the Jetsons threw up all over the place, <laughs> uh, those days are gone. Those days are gone. Now it's more of a, a an elegant postmodern uh, look. Do I have that right? Would you classify it? Definitely. Um, simplistic. It's like the very, very fine lines throughout. It's very, it's, it's very simplistic. Yeah. And very comfortable rooms. Two queen beds. Uh, let's get a room shot. There we go. Uh, two queen beds, sofa, uh, nice dark wood, uh, really just great color choices. Yeah, the design is beautiful. The uh, green and the yellows, I, I really like that. And that mocha, that mocha on the walls really kind of offsets everything well. Uh, for those of you watching video, uh, watching video, you're seeing the pictures. Those of you listening to the show, disunplug.com, links to the videos, the uh, photos, everything else that we're doing. The work desk is amazing. I love the work desk. Um, do we have a shot of the work desk close up? Nope. No, we'll have it in the gallery. It'll be in the These gallery. Are just though. Summaries. This great, like smoked glass, kidney shaped work desk, and it had this cool, like smaller table that uh, pulled out from underneath it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, really comfortable room. We were in the tower. Uh, we actually had two. Actually, technically, we had three rooms because. Yeah. This was the night we did our drink around the world, so I wanted everybody on property for that. Nobody was driving except me, but I wasn't drinking. So, um, We had two rooms in the tower, not in concierge, and one room over at Bay Lake. We had a studio over at Bay Lake Towers. Um, just, first of all, it's a lot more expensive to stay in the tower than it is in one of the garden wings. Right. Those are your two options uh, for rooms of the contemporary. Well, Three options if you can't Bay Lake, but uh, the the thing about the rooms in the tower is you can get a theme park view, which we had. That's amazing. Yeah, and one of the coolest things that has ever happened 
to me at Disney World happened the night we stayed there. Uh, I was having trouble sleeping about three o'clock in the morning. So I go sit out in the balcony for a little while, have a cigarette, just kind of chill and, you know, figure, you know, maybe it's time to go to bed. And as the thought crossed my mind, maybe it's time to go to bed. The finale fireworks at the Magic Kingdom went off three o'clock in the morning. And when I tell you, I mean, it was the finale fireworks. It was just this huge fireworks display. And I'm sitting there, my mouth agape at three o'clock in the morning. These fireworks are going off. And I'm like, they have got to be waking up every person in this hotel right now. But not one of you heard it. (laughs) No, but it was also the night after drinking drinks around the world. (laughs) But when I went back into when I went back into the room and closed the door because I wanted to see, I couldn't hear anything. That's something a lot of people ask about is how loud it is, especially with the monorail going through. But I mean, you don't hear that, do you? None of it. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. He didn't wake up. Uh, No, you guys didn't wake up. So. Sorry. Um, the, uh, I, I thought that was, that was pretty impressive that they, they have soundproofed those rooms really well. I think because of the fact that the main building in the contemporary is an A-frame, so it's very cavernous, which means, you know, when they're doing breakfast at seven o'clock in the morning at Chef Mickey's, you can hear it all over the place, except in your rooms. We weren't here. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. So I know that's one of the concerns. That's why I wanted to mention that. Um, well, we don't we don't really have a photo of that view that we got, but I, there you do. Do we check it out? I was just a few rooms down from. Okay, you. I just I knew I had you a might have one in there. I know in my video. Um, oh, there it is. Yeah, in my video, I have a shot too. But you can see Space Mountain and the castle right it's there. It's a really nice balcony too. Yeah, it's nice size balconies. Now remember, the Contemporary was among the first resorts built at Walt Disney World, so the rooms are larger, the balconies are larger. This is before they figured out they could put you in a shoebox and charge you 500 a night for it, and you'll, you'll pay it. Well, um, before we go on any further, did you want to cut to that video? Um, oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Dustin has a video put together of our stay at the Contemporary, a little overview, and we will cut to that now. All right, thank you very much for that, Dustin. Yep. Love, your, love your hotel videos. Yes. That's such a great job. <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> um, talking about the rooms, let's discuss the rack rates. And something I want to make clear uh, that I have it in some of the other shows that we've we've done. When I talk about these ra- these rates, these are Disney's published rack rates. There are specials and discounts that go on throughout the year um, for annual pass holders, Florida residents, other specials, spring spring offers. You can get these rooms at a lesser price but this is the published rate um for a garden wing this is not in the tower this is kind of off to the side a garden wing room standard off season and i'm looking at early january 330 dollars a night and in peak season which is over christmas new year's 551 a night is the published rate now you have several different categories of rooms here. You have a garden wing standard view, a garden wing garden view, uh, a garden wing king room or deluxe room, uh, a tower bay, a, a tower room with a view of Bay Lake, or a tower room with a view of the Magic Kingdom. Now, of course, 
the Magic Kingdom rooms command the biggest premium. Yeah. And everybody would like to do that. Mm -hmm. So a standard room in the garden wing is 3.30 a night off season. A, uh, a, a, a Magic Kingdom view room in the tower is 5.07. Yeah. So $177 a night premium yeah. for that. So you pay for it. It's not only only view, but it's location. I mean, the garden the garden wings aren't that far away from anything. It's right next to the pool, but being right there on the concourse and inside the main building, you know, that's a huge plus. No, and by contrast, over holiday season, five hundred and fifty one dollars a night, as I said, for garden wing standard view, seven hundred and fifteen dollars a night for a Magic Kingdom view in the tower. So these can get expensive, and that is not the concierge level. It's not club level. Club level, expect to add another one fifty to two hundred dollars a night at least for for those rooms. But the rooms up on the club level can be there, there's some very large rooms up there. Wow. They have rooms with bidets in them, <laughs> which I, what, I, I I can't. I thought it was use. a water fountain. <laughs> <laughs> I used to wash my face. Yeah, we were in Europe when we were in Paris. Uh, Dustin was drinking out of the bidet. He thought it was a water fountain. Um. So the Contemporary is definitely not an inexpensive hotel, but neither are any of the other deluxes that uh, Disney Disney has. But there are definitely some perks. Biggest perk for me of the Contemporary is it is literally a three-minute walk to the Magic Kingdom. It's right next to it. Yeah. And nice little walkway there, especially on a busy night uh, at Magic Kingdom after the fireworks or the parade lets out and everybody's going to the buses or you see that long line for the monorail. You just take a short little walk. It's such a good feeling to pass all those people and just walk back to your yep. resort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so location here is prime. Even to get to Epcot, you just walk down, the, you go down the elevator, get on the monorail and it's yep. you just switch over at TTC. It's right. really easy. The monorail passes directly through the A-frame of the contemporary so you could just pick the monorail up right there um uh some of the other notable highlights of the contemporary one of the more popular character meals on disney property takes place at chef mickey's and uh how good this breakfast is is always a matter of debate you have some people that love it some people that hate it we did not get an opportunity to eat at Chef Mickey's. I was there. Trip. I was there the other day, though, and I was looking at the breakfast buffet, and it looked pretty good. It, it's an extensive buffet. Yeah. They really do a good job, and there's a lot of characters. How good the character interaction is, I can't really speak to because I haven't done it in a while. The last time I did Chef Mickey's was actually that review that I did with Bob. Um, yeah, we, we were have, there. I remember that. Good thing about this uh, Chef Mickey's breakfast is it's one of the few places that has like all the main characters for for breakfast you know it's it's mickey and donald and goofy and and Minnie. it's you know it's the fab five and pluto all the other ones have like strange woodland creatures and whatnot <laughs> so this is if you want to see those characters and, and then wave your napkin around your uh, dirty napkin yeah your dirty napkin breadcrumbs going everywhere <laughs> is that what you do yeah they do that like every 15 minutes we're gonna celebrate everybody and you you know spin your napkin around oh is that at chef mickey's too and waffle yeah. crumbs go everywhere and, and yeah. like utensils knives are going on <laughs> getting pegged in the face with a fork um also in, in terms of we'll talk dining for a moment um uh, in my opinion one of the worst restaurants on disney property lives in the contemporary the wave the wave of american flavors now the whole shtick behind this restaurant is that it's all 
locally grown, organic, uh, sustainable, you know, very tree hugging hippie, which is fine because <laughs> I, there's been some, I've had some very, very good tree hugging hippie food in my life. <laughs> and when the wave first opened, it was one of those places. It was one of right. those places. The food was very, very good. And then the general manager got hit in the head or something happened because the food went downhill and the service in this restaurant has been abysmal. This was John and Kevin raved about this restaurant when it first opened and they have diligently gone back hoping, praying that they have a better experience and invariably they come back saying the same thing. I've done the same thing. I've been there a couple of times and the service is downright rude. Wow. Is downright rude is the service that we've had there. And the food is just completely uninspired. And we're supposed to be impressed that all the, they won't serve wines that have corks. <laughs> oh, is that their thing? Well, it's like, they, yeah, because like cork is a, it's a big thing right now that, you know, they're, I oh, guess okay. cork is going to go extinct. Or I, I don't know. But, you know, no, no corks in the wines. It's all twist offs, which used to mean the wine was crap. But that doesn't mean that anymore. But. They, so it's kind of that whole, it's very green, it's very, which, like I said, in and of itself is not a problem because that food can be extremely good. Unfortunately, here it's not, nor is the service. Complete waste of time, especially when you consider one of the best restaurants on Disney property sits on the 14th floor of this resort, the California Grill. Which is under rehab while we were there. Which yeah. is under rehab. When does that open again? I think they said late summer, early fall. Or is it later than that? I think it's the fall of... Uh, 2013. <clears throat> yeah, this. I've never been up there. Is that when you're looking at the uh, at the tower? Is that like the, all that big okay. bank of windows? It, yeah. If you take a look at the picture sitting in front of you, all up there on the top, that yeah. that, that little round. You bank can see of the windows. construction too, yeah. right there. It says it opens August 31st, to be exact. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. So the uh, California Grill is absolutely a, a a gem, and there were times I. Let me tell you a little story. All about how. Haven't told this story in a long time. Um, I've mentioned that back in uh, 2000, uh, Dreams Dreams Unlimited was only about six months old. And we came up with an idea, a a marketing idea called Around the World in 30 Days. Um, Not unsimilar to what we're kind of doing with these seven and sevens, except it was... Disney Cruise Line, Disney World. We stayed in one. Res- uh, we stayed in every resort for at least one night, and they had just started doing the seven night itineraries on the Magic, and we did that as part of it as well. And it was a huge undertaking, and we were doing like live updates and videos and stuff like that long before a lot of other places were doing it. And you know, I I think now about the resources and the <laughs> equipment and staff that we have and what we could do with that and. But then I think about the amount of work that went into doing around the world in 30 days. But I was being interviewed by a a reporter from a travel trade magazine. And we were at the California Grill having dinner doing the interview. And I kid you not, a cockroach ran across the table in the middle of the interview. And I begged this reporter, please don't publish that. At this point, we were trying to get on Disney's good side. Yeah. You know, we were a brand new company. I just started Dreams. They were giving me this amazing access. 
and I didn't want to screw it up. But um, yeah, a cockroach ran across the table. <laughs> Nowadays, that would have been the focus of <laughs> that interview. Now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you we would have had we would have had Vine video. <laughs> of, but uh, uh, that being said, uh, I yet not seen. I've been at the California Grill dozens of times since then. I've never seen any bugs. But it was it really was a one off. I mean, it's Florida. You've got them. They're here. I don't care where you are. It's Florida. That's an issue. And it's going to happen. Well, much but, like much like the contemporary itself, it seems like from what I understand, the California grill seems to evolve quite frequently. They're constantly updating it. Um, much like they are the the rest of the resort. Well, there's a, there's also well, yeah. I mean, I think the menu kind of changes seasonally. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a culinary experience restaurant. Yeah. This is up there with you know Citrico's, Victorian Alberts. Um, this is these are world class chefs and uh, that are that are making you know amazing dishes and <clears throat> constantly evolving and changing, coming up with new ideas. I understand when it opens uh, in the fall. There are some significant changes to the California Grill, not the least of which it's one of the most popular sushi dishes is going away. Was it snake in the grass or something? Or I've had sushi there once, but I don't, I don't know the uh, the role they're taking away or the dish. Well, it's, I know it's, it's known for its sushi, and actually the sushi chef at the Contemporary, I forgot her name. I should be more prepared. Sorry. Is that one of those things where, like, if it's not there, it's going to ruin people's vacation? I think a lot of people are going to be upset that at least I don't have the exact details. I've just been hearing about it, that she is no longer there. Um, And she was the one, this sushi chef, and I I really apologize. I don't know her name. She was the one that when the Dream and the Fantasy both were doing their inaugural transatlantic crossings to Mm -hmm. come over to Port Canaveral, she spent two, three weeks on that ship training them how to do sushi. Wow. Uh, so, but she's like, you know, people love sushi at the California Grill, and there are apparently changes coming to that. I don't think they're getting rid of sushi, but I think there was one of their one of their dishes that was really popular that's going away and uh, some other things. So, I don't know. But California Grill, can't wait to see it reopen. Chef Yoshi. Chef Yoshi, that's right. That's how how right. could you forget that? I know. <laughs> Well, because I'm not as big a geek as you okay. are. That's not true at all, but <laughs> we'll go with that for now. Um, for what I'm seeing, the sushi is definitely still going to be there. So they yeah. can't get they're rid of that. No, they're not getting rid of sushi, yeah. but I know that I, I, I want to say it was called Snake in the Grass or something. Walter, when he had this dish, lost his mind. <laughs> and, you know, Walter, gauging Walter's reaction to uh, to food is... How's your how's your dinner? It's good, which means it's not good. How, how's your how's your dinner? How's your dinner? Oh, it's good, which means it's okay. How's your dinner? This is really good. Rave, <laughs> rave. So, yeah, she started back in 1995. It's a, that's when she convinced them to add sushi to the menu, but she's leaving. She's going bye bye. Bye bye. But so yeah, that's one of the changes coming to the California Grill. Right. But again, amazing, amazing dining experience right there in the contemporary. We did our meals in their quick service location. 
And let me bring up my notes. Sorry. This is different than any sort of um, food court you go to. You, yeah. you go to a computer, you you choose what you want, and then you take your ticket, you pay for it, and then bring your paid ticket it's like the one to the, the window. And, right. Yeah. Um, what is that called? Captain Jack's? Captain Cook's. Captain Cook's. Yeah. yeah. We had some... I knew that. We had some issues, though, um, in the with the dining plan at right. uh, the Contemporary. Um, they kept saying that Sean and Craig had no credits. Yeah, it was really interesting. We had just checked in, and so we went to the quick service to get our mugs and also to get something quick for breakfast, I think a snack credit. And uh, when we went up to the register with our mugs, she scanned it, and she said, you don't have any credits. You only have one mug credit, and you have absolutely no quick service or snack credits. And we, and we were, had just checked in. It was really confusing. And I said, no, we just checked in. Um, and she said, no, I'm sorry. This is what the computer's showing. And uh, so we went down to the front desk, and sure enough, everything was still there. We hadn't used anything. And so she printed and he gave us a me. printout mm-hmm. to prove it. Yes, yeah, so we had a print off of everything that we had. So I went back up, and the exact same thing happened. And, I, and so I pulled out the piece of paper, and I was like, well, no, we just checked at the front desk, and this is what we have. And she didn't understand. She, she didn't understand. And so she got her supervisor. And it turns out the problem was that she was not clearing the folio on the register. So because of this new My Magic Plus stuff and the new RFID chips in the cards, um, if you don't, if the cast member working the register doesn't clear the previous guest's um, information out of the register, their information will show up for you. Will it charge that person it that was there before It won't charge their you? stuff, but just the information... Uh, associated with their account. So it looks like you have no credits. So it looks like you have no credits. So what I was actually seeing, or what she was seeing, was the previous guest's information. They had been there for a few days. They used up all their credits. So it prevented us from getting our stuff, which was really annoying. Right. Um, So the supervisor explained it to us that either the cast member had to swipe the card in in the register itself or just to remember to clear that folio, which shouldn't yeah. be our problem. I mean, well, we had heard about that problem like really early on when, uh, especially when we started talking about right. Magic Plus, especially in like merchandise locations yeah. when people are buying um, a lot of merchandise, you worry that you're going to get charged, right? Or for, yes, someone else is for somebody else's something. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what did we think of the food at the? Uh, I really love the food here. It's, it's a wide variety of, of selections. So, like, there are flatbreads, salads, and all kinds of different things. I agree. Also, um, subbing certain things. Like, of course, you've heard that I, I want whole wheat bread with my uh, sandwiches. You ring it in, and when you go to pay for it, you just tell the person ringing you up, you know, sub whole wheat. She presses a button. Yeah. It's all it's said and done. No questions asked. Nice. Right. Perfect. Now, now uh, uh, like some other locations on Disney property... Um, this is self-order. You have uh, touchscreen kiosks that you go up to and you put in your order and then you go get your beeper and when your order is ready, you pay for it and you're on your way. Yeah. I had the uh, I had the flatbread. It was like a pepperoni flatbread. It was just a pizza and it was good. I think I had a grilled chicken sandwich. It but was very good. We had, uh, because we were on the dining plan and we were like being forced to have desserts, I got a red velvet cupcake, which was the best thing I've ever had in my entire Ridiculously life. Ridiculously good. Ridiculously good. I, I will say that generally speaking on this round of seven and sevens, I found the quick service to be quite good, generally mm-hmm. speaking. Of course, there was the all-star music issue, uh, but... Beyond that, I mean, we really didn't have any major 
food or service failures when no. it came to no. the quick service uh, restaurants. No. Um, Didn't see a lot of tables for five or more in there. Yeah, that's true. That was it, that was a little difficult. We had to sit at two tables. And I think back to Kevin's original review of that, and it's it's very true. It's very quiet. I think the acoustics in that place like absorbs all the sound, and it's just very it's very kind of dead in that space. But the food is great. I, I can't complain there. Just, but it is a little hospital waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when we stayed at the deluxe resorts or any resort that had table service, instead of getting the quick service dining plan, we would get the table service dining plan, which I find to be a much better value, much easier to get your money's worth off the tables of the regular dining plan as opposed to the the quick service. And that particular night, we're not going to go into it now because it's part of our discussion for our Drink Around the World, which uh, will actually uh, air on the 18th of June, I want to say. Yeah. Ish. Ish. But we went to the Flying Fish over at the boardwalk for that. California Grill was closed. I was not wasting a table service credit at the Wave. (laughs) Well, how was the Wave, Corey? Because you had an appetizer entree there one night. (laughs) I... I thought it was great. The um, you know we sat at the bar. We were just killing time, and I ordered a little snack um, entree. <laughs> uh, Understand that the word snack, what that means to you and me, is not what it means to Corey Martin. I forget. I, I don't it was know a the full name. steak entree. Yeah, it was it was a full steak yeah. entree. Um, I think it was like a sirloin or something like that. But it was. I thought it was great. Yeah, the food was good. Craig and I shared like an appetizer trio kind of thing. There were like tacos. Um, but the service thing was definitely apparent there too. The bartender was yeah, he in just a wasn't bad mood or something. I don't yeah. know what was going on. No, they have more attitude in that restaurant, and I, I, I can't understand why. Yeah. I, mean, I don't some- understand servers that have attitude to begin with. You're waiting tables. I'm sorry. I mean, you You're can be really, really, really good. And work in a really good place and make really good money. I'm not saying you can't. But you're waiting tables. You can't walk around like you own something. It just, I don't know. I ordered a glass of red wine and, you know, I know wine. I know when it's bad and when it smells bad. So you poured the glass. I didn't even have to taste it. I could smell it. I'm like, ooh, that's, uh, that's been open for a while. I can tell. Um, he goes, he looks at the bottle. He goes, well, we don't keep our bottles open for more than 24 hours. So this was like a Thursday. Um, no, this was like a Wednesday uh, when we were there. And uh, I'm like, well, it smells bad. <laughs> if you opened it yesterday, he said, he said, he turns it around and it says Monday on it. <laughs> I'm like, it's Monday. It was just bad. It was just a bad bottle. He opened up a new one and it was like light years. Yeah, yeah. night and day. Yeah. Yeah, folks. Don't oxygen, argue with me when it comes to Oxygen, wine. oxygen does stuff to wine. Now, you need, it needs to breathe in the first few minutes after it's open, a good bottle of red. But two days later, it doesn't taste good. No. Yeah, and you knew it instantly. Yeah. The second he poured it, you smelled it. and You didn't even taste it. You said, no, no this is this this bad. Good. And he started and, to argue with you. Yeah, I was about to say, and that's yeah. okay, as long as he doesn't put up a fight about it. You know? Right. The minute you say, this is not an acceptable glass of wine, you need to get another one. So, <laughs> figures. But, uh, you know, I do want to go back, though, uh, to check in and talk about how good our cast member was. That uh, I had made some errors in my setting all this up. And 
this woman was not, so it was not Disney's fault. It was not the contemporary's fault. It was my fault. And she, and even though I kept saying that to her, this is, you know, not your fault, not your fault, um, bent over backwards, acted like it was. Acted like it was, and it was something they had to fix. And they really worked with us, and it was, and they were great. They were great. I I can't, and and then when we had to go down for the dining uh, issue Mm -hmm. uh, to the check-in desk, he was wonderful. So we had great interactions with with the cast members there. Um, Talk about the uh, the pools when you guys were out doing the doing the pool thing. Um, we didn't really do the pool thing, but we went out and took some photos. The the pool is the pool at the Contemporary. We we saw it briefly at uh, Bay Lake, but the pool is set right on um, Bay Lake, so it overlooks yeah. almost like it, from a certain angle. It looks like there's a drop off into the lake. Mm-hmm. It's it's a huge pool, it, even though it wasn't very packed out there. It can it can hold a lot of people. There's also it's right there on the beach where there's a volleyball court. Right along the lake that you are not supposed to swim in. And now this is the one at Bay Lake Towers you're talking about. No, this is the no, one. This at is the one at Contemporary. So okay. there's two actually. There's the big, huge, um, kind of bigger family style pool. There's like fountains in it, and there's even like a smaller kids area that with like yeah. a splash zone to the side. Yeah, with the slides mm-hmm. and everything. But yeah. then there's actually this uh, nice, like adult quiet pool that's really close to the water. It's like a circle, and they have like four oh, cabanas yeah. in the corners. That's like going past the marina. Yeah, exactly. Where the, the it's boats right are. actually adjacent to the marina. Yeah, it's nice. But it's just a circular pool. It's not really for like splashing around. Yeah. This is also yeah, and uh, as you said, this is where the marina is, where you can rent watercraft I, and and there's Sammy Duvals out there where you mm-hmm. can um, do parasailing, jet skiing, wakeboarding. I, I do have one complaint in uh, about this pool area, and it's the bar. Um, it's the kinda, sandbar. The sandbar. Uh-huh. It's kind of there's. It's not open like most other pool bars. It's closed doors. There's you would not want to hang out. It's not there. the same experience at like uh, Wilderness Lodge, for example. You can just yeah. sit out there and just. Right. It looks this more like an ice cream shop. Yeah, it does. It's a grab and go kind of place. Go sit at a table outside. You I love ice cream shops that sell liquor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my only complaint there. Now uh, let's move over to Bay Lake Towers. Now, uh, for those not familiar, uh, Bay Lake Towers is part of the Disney Vacation Club, which is Disney's timeshare wing and uh in this in this facility you have studio one and two bedroom apartments are there grand villas in bay lake towers i'm not sure i want to i want to say no there's not but i could be wrong on that but definitely studio one and two bedroom units and dbc members will tell you that there has been some issues there are grand villas there are grand Mm -hmm. villas um there have been some issues with uh the furniture at Bay Lake Towers. Uh, apparently, when this was built, the head of DVC decided to go on the cheap with some of the furniture. And, of course, when it gets used the way this stuff gets used, you have a lot of wear and tear. Yeah. Now, did you see any of that? Sean and Craig stayed in Bay Lake Towers. Did you see any wear and tear, anything like that? I didn't, actually. Everything was in really good condition. I, um, go ahead. No, that's all I, what were you I saw a lot. There was, like dings and cuts all over everything i guess not cuts but i didn't think it was in great condition on what specifically uh, a lot of like the cabinets um i did drawers. see stuff on like the entertainment center like where the tv was there were a couple scuffs but overall nothing really that i noticed it wasn't horrible i just i wasn't impressed with the room at all now you guys had a studio right we had a studio with had one queen bed bed and then a sofa that pulled out into a, another bed 
It, it was small. The the living was slash yeah. uh, sleeping space was pretty small because, like you said, there's really only room for a, a couch and a uh, and a, a queen bed. But the bonus of that was you had this whole separate kitchen area. There was this kind of small hallway kind of uh, next to the bathroom, and the sink was actually in there. There was no sink in the bathroom. Oh, that's So weird. you would have to open the door, leave, then go into the kitchen to wash your hands. Which is a little, that's a little embarrassing. If, <laughs> if you, uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Especially for Sean. <laughs> at least there was a door with no window that Corey could look in on. <laughs> no, that um, was at the poly. That was the poly. That was, the poly. <laughs> that was so <laughs> creepy. Do we well, have that picture when we, when we get to the poly? Yeah, we we'll, we'll okay. have it. We'll have it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the kitchen was nice. There were cabinets. There was uh, there were two sinks, actually. So there was the sink that went with the bathroom that was up against the wall that shared the bathroom. But you still had to exit and go yeah. into the section. And then there was a kitchen sink. It was kind of like a metal one with was kind of the longer. A little deeper. And it was deeper. You could do dishes in it. There did was like it, a sponge and did stuff. Did it come stocked with any dishes or cups? And- a few things. Yeah, yeah they usually do. I actually think it was um, paper plates and stuff like that. Okay. Now, in the studios, these are little kitchenette type areas whereas in the one and two bedrooms in the grand villas you're actually getting more of a full kitchen uh with a stove and a range my my question is who would typically stay in a room built like that would that be like an like a a, a adult couple with two very small children i don't even know about that no i think maybe people that one kid (laughs) are like really interested in like cooking for themselves or at least like special dietary needs because there's a microwave and a fridge so you could keep stuff in there yeah if for example you needed to cook or do things like that but i don't think more than two or three people should would stay in there i mean i think i'd feel comfortable with one other person in there but the room was so tiny yeah and everything was so compact. I think I'd start getting claustrophobic if I was yeah. staying there yeah. more than two or three days. Yeah. Oh, if, if we stay small. there with the kids, we would just be packed in there right. because you got to think two strollers in mm-hmm. addition to the bags and everything yeah. else. It's it's a small space. Yeah, we did have a nice balcony. We were overlooking uh, Bay Lake. Yeah, you so were overlooking the pool in the middle. Yeah, we could look directly down. We were almost in the center actually, yeah. so you could just look right down. Um, there were two chairs out there, a small table. So you can go out there and read. And as as is the case with all DVC properties uh, that are attached to a resort, they have their own pool as well. Mm-hmm. Now, DVC members certainly can use the the main pool, but I don't believe regular guests are able to use. It the, seemed you, like you have it, key access, and I'm not sure if you have to have a Bay Lake specific key. Is the pool surrounded by a gate? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I was about to say, just getting into Bay Lake Tower itself didn't seem that closed off as far as key access was concerned. But I I don't know if someone that just has a key to a regular room at the Contemporary could get into I should have tried it. Yeah. Tried my key. Now, there's also an observation tower at the top of Bay Lake Tower. And I believe they do some hors d'oeuvres and things like that. Top of the World Lounge. Yeah. Yeah, the Top of the World Lounge. And but that access is only for DVC members and those people staying there on points. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we had no access to this because there right, were no DVC members amongst us. You can rent these units: the studio, one, two bedroom, grand villa. You can rent them as a regular hotel room, which is what we did. Or if you're a DVC member, obviously you use your points. Or if you're using our rent trade board, our DVC rent trade board, on disboards.com. You can rent someone else's points. They will make the reservation for you. And then you are staying there on points, so you would get access to that, even though you're not the member. So at least that's my understanding. If I'm wrong, I'm certain I'm going to be corrected quickly. (laughs) But uh, that's my understanding. But Bay Lake Towers, I thought, a very nice addition. I know a lot of people weren't happy. They kind of consider it an eyesore. But I I think it's been a great addition, too. I think it's a beautiful building. 
Yeah. And uh, one thing we didn't mention was there's a walkway between Bay Lake Tower and the Contemporary Main Tower. Right. Um, which is really convenient. Um, although when it's raining, it's not completely closed yeah. in. It's so a you, bit blustery up there as yeah, well. It's very windy. Now, um, coming back to the tower building, the Grand Canyon Concourse is where Chef Mickey's, the counter service restaurant, along with a couple of shopping venues and the arcade are located. And uh, one of the things that disappointed me about the shopping here was that this is the only deluxe I've seen now that does not have logo merchandise. Right. Yeah. We asked about it, um, and it seemed like, well, the cast member, we asked seemed like she knows and she's upset like we're supposed to get it in they know that we're supposed to do this i I wish it would come in because i get this question like every day right but they also have some it's also a very one of the nicer stores in disney resorts there's a lot of you know clothing and some unique stuff uh also you know a lot of the same stuff you see everywhere else yeah i found that a lot of the same stuff you'd see yeah a lot of stuff says 2013 on it. They had some art prints in there. Um, what I was doing during this whole 7 and 7, I was trying to um, bring something for Ferris and Finley at the end right. of every day. And trying to find something specific to that resort. Had no problem at Art of Animation. Um, the All-Star Resorts, obviously, going to have an issue. Um, Coronado found something. Uh, Fort Wilderness found something. Didn't find anything here. Found yeah. something at Polynesian. Yeah. It's weird because this would be so easy to make merchandise for because the <laughs> even the shape of the building is so iconic. So even they put that on everything. It's even on right. their costumes. I think just that yeah. nice little silhouette of the building. So it would be easy to put that on things like a polo or yeah. I don't know why they why don't do I, that. I, I, uh, th- this has been a pet peeve of mine for I can't tell you how long. Every resor- resort should at the very least have its own T-shirt, something, <laughs> yeah. a coffee mug, coffee mug, something yeah. that you can take home to remember your trip to that resort as opposed to your trip to Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. Well, merchandise might be coming. I know at Monstrous Summer they showed us some upcoming merchandise. I can't remember if contemporary stuff was on there. There wasn't anything there that had contemporary on it, but there was um, more deluxe merch- more deluxe resort merchandise and also uh, DVC resort merchandise. So Old Key West. Yeah, well, the um, DVC resorts always had their logo yeah. merchandise. Yeah. I don't think they ever took that away. It was just the- This is just a whole new line of stuff. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad they're doing it somewhere. I just wish they do it everywhere, right? Because Art of Animation had it, and Fort Wilderness had it, but we certainly didn't see anything at the All Stars. We didn't see anything at Coronado. I think this is the only deluxe that doesn't, isn't it? I'm it is pretty sure, uh, yeah. as far as I've seen. As far Which is as weird. Seen. It's the original. I don't know why. But yeah. uh, the arcade at the Contemporary is actually. One of the larger ones, yeah. and it's one of my favorites. It's just, I don't know if it's the layout or what. Well, what they've done here, I remember when I, when I first went there, um, since they put the Fantasia shop in the middle of the concourse, that shop used to be one half of the arcade. It was in that side of the building. Right, that's right. Um, so this arcade has doubled in size since they've put the Fantasia shop in the middle of the concourse. Um, so it's huge now. Really nice, really, really nice arcade. I really like it, and in particular, the Fruit Ninja. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually, a little history. The, the original arcade, I believe, used to be down where the wave is by the that lobby. That is correct, yes. Yeah, and then correct. they moved it upstairs. But it's That's nice. A, well, where the, where the wave is now, there was the arcade, and there was also your quick service. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember was that. was there. And uh, now it's up on the, 
on yeah. the concourse. I, no, I love I love this arcade. Again, it's one of the larger ones, so it has the the prize counter. You can go up and exchange your tickets for the prizes. We've yet to do that. No, we have. We've, we've accrued got like, like five thousand tickets or something. We have like all these all these arcade cards that we have to do something. <laughs> go with. get your bouncing balls. Right, exactly. <laughs> my jacks and my pickup sticks. But overall, overall, uh, excellent, there, excellent experience. There's also a, a gym open 24 hours a day there, which is uh, which is very convenient, especially for you know. If you've spent all day at the the parks and you want to get a last minute, where is that located? It's weird. It's on the cast member level where they do all their like event services stuff. So I think it's on level three. So would that be three or four? And that's also where the salon used to be. I don't know if I think, but I think I remember hearing they closed that salon. You used to get your haircut there. I used to get my haircut there all the time. The convention space is on the level directly below the concourse. Is that? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, no. This is, this yeah, is no, like this is... what would look like you, you would think it would be a guest floor, and it's not. Mm. So it's either the third or fourth floor, and there's a lot of uh, administrative offices mm-hmm. there. Okay. But that's where the gym is, and that's also where the salon used to be. I think the salon is, is no more. But overall, very high marks to the contemporary. Price point is definitely up there. This is not a value resort by no. any means. But it's location, transportation options, uh, I think, in and of itself, justify some of the, some of the premium, at least. I, I agree. I think you're talking about transportation, and I think the contemporary is the most well-connected. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boats, monorails, buses, yeah. walking. Yeah. It's just a prime location, and it really is a good resort. Awesome. All right. Well, that will do it for our coverage of uh, Disney's Contemporary Resort as part of our seven resorts in seven nights. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, and remember, open your mind, explore the world. Explore the world.